yeah anyway I'm always just like oh that sounds like a great opportunity and then I sign up and then I'm on the course and I'm thinking what the heck is this man talking about what's up I, I was trying to change the intro but let me know <laughs> Half term weeks, and this is one of them because <laughs> I'm just <laughs> oh, I'm this is why this How are you giving yourself half term? Hi, everyone, it's Beatrice, it's Tammy, and it's Sharon. And welcome to the 28th episode of the BTS podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. And today, as you can tell by the title of this episode, we are joined by a lovely guest. So, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm peace. I don't really know what else to say beyond that. Like, I was <laughs> <introduce myself. laughs> no, that yeah, is enough. So, yeah, today, guys, we are joined by peace. Um, but yeah, I guess let me just ask, how's everyone doing this week? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I, um, I've been on a course like this week and I don't know why I keep signing myself up to these things. Do you guys ever do that at work? You're just like, oh, that sounds like oh, a great hell opportunity. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no, yeah, anyway, I'm always just like, oh, that sounds like a great opportunity. And then I sign up and then I'm on the course and I'm thinking, what the heck is this man talking about? <laughs> and then they'll be now talking about, yeah, you've got an exam. And I'm uh, thinking, oh, mm-hmm. my days, like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Wait, does it pull you away from your job? Yes. So to be fair, I've not been working. Um, but I have to check my emails at after work because obviously people they'll see you out of office, but they don't care. Like they'll still of email course. you. Let's but, not even um, talk about the disrespect that people be giving out in nine to five because that's what. This How did we even get there? Already. No, but I did like anyway. you'll put a message and people will just ignore like, oh yeah, I'm going for lunch. What lunch in your calendar? Just slot Fam, meeting, it's bang. true. You actually schedule lunch into your calendar, and they will actually put Mate. a meeting over the lunch, and you're just thinking, actually rude. Um, but anyway, yes, I've just been on that course. My exam's on Monday. Um, what else? Oh, I lost the case to my AirPods and hey! I just haven't been able to use them for since Sunday. I'm actually very, very sad about it. That's serious. Well, did you know? lose it in your room? I don't know. Like, it has to be somewhere. In your car? I checked. I've checked everywhere. Honestly, I can't find it. And it's just, I'm just so sad because, like, That's what can you so even cool. do? Like, you can't do anything. Yeah, you have to buy another I haven't one. I haven't been listening to music in my ears for days. Hmm. I just feel so <laughs> Not I don't day. even know what songs are out. I don't even know what new music Sharon, you're is. acting like as if you can't just play a song out loud. What's going on? It's <laughs> not the same. It's actually not the same. You know me with my noise cancellation baby Apple's oh, pro gang, you dig. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, we're just gonna have to bust a prayer for my AirPods case, man. Oh Pelle, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm Tammy, so how about you? How's your week? Yeah, my week's been it's been okay. Uh, I feel like this lockdown is just I don't know. It's just yeah, extending, locking us down. It's locking really us down. Mm-hmm. I really want to go. I really want to go on holiday. Like I'm hmm. having, I need to be on a plane, but um, hmm. that's where my <laughs> mind is. But hmm. yeah, that's about it. What about you, Peace? How are you doing? Honestly, this week I've been an absolute bum. And ah. <laughs> and yes. God do. Un- like May you never be a bum again. <laughs> Guess like that, I can't even lie. Like, honestly, I give myself half-term weeks and this is one of them because... <laughs> 
I'm just oh, I'm this is why I have this girl. How are you giving yourself half term? When was the last time you were in school? For I you? because that, uni, that was like though. seven years ago. <laughs> no, but I used to do that at uni. Who needs them? Honestly, I used to give myself half terms at uni. I would not go into that. <laughs> <Get out. laughs> the thing is, my adult half terms, I will do the bare minimum. Mm. to get by but why am i going over and above like it's true year, this week i got hooked on a show called vikings it is so lit really talking about so, no 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 it is so lit and i don't Let watch shows like note. that i don't watch shows like that so i've i started on sunday i'm now on season five uh-uh. that, that tells you everything <laughs> today's thursday for that reference tells you everything. everybody i'm not even joking how are you on season five today's Wait, thursday how many episodes are there in a season ten Oh no 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 no! Listen, you have not even done anything at work, and I can guarantee. Listen, no, no comment. <laughs> no oh, comment. So that is funny. Beauty of working from home. Like I was sitting Facts. there at like two p.m. on my sofa. You know when you watch your, you're this watching your laptop. Even in the it's, living it's room, it's vertical. You know you you leaned it. You know you lean your laptop <laughs> to lie down. And I was looking at. I had my work laptop on loud just like in case anyone pings me on teams i will get up <laughs> and i'm just like no this is the life and this is actually the life, life. he's actually comes with those um those work hacks you know i remember there was the, the one time i don't know if you remember I know, you're at the start about... of lockdown <laughs> where is this please where is this please <laughs> Oh, at the start of lockdown, Peace is like, oh, if you ever need to, like, you want to have a nap. Yeah, she started with, if you want to have a nap whilst you're working. I'm thinking, first of all, what? <laughs> um, if you want to have a nap whilst you're working, basically just lean a book, like open words, lean a book oh, on like yeah, the space yeah, bar yeah, or like a key yeah. and it will keep you active. I and I was thinking, I'm never going to need that. I don't, bro, do you know how many times I've used that thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, Sharon, I found a better hack. You need to oh, go, on pa- yeah, go on PowerPoint mm. and just play a blank presentation. It, w- it won't go off. Oh my gosh, you're so smart. <laughs> That's so funny. But you you know there's an app. There's an app called like Move Mouse, which you just like download and you just I've heard about that. And, yeah. I can't download anything from my work laptop. Because like, we really? work in financial services, everything's really restricted. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to download that either, you know. Well it's not I didn't you don't download it from the internet or anything. It's like a, a thing that's in like part of Microsoft or like HP. So I have a HP laptop, a work um, laptop. Um and it's like part of the app store that comes with hp so it's something called move mouse like it's not um something that you download from the internet that you have to kind of like do like the security checks wherever um mm. but yeah that one you literally just press the button shout out to richard actually he plugged me with that one you gonna get richard in trouble <laughs> god i'm sorry man oh. but yeah no, he plugged me and literally just press a button like just one click and then that's it has it on continuously because <laughs> um, the amount of do. times like i'll think that i'm like I think I thought my screen because you know how you can change your screen saver time thing to like mm. never or something like that. Mm. I thought that was just gonna do it, yeah, and then no. one time I must have come back and I was like, yeah, "This honestly, one has actually emailed me." You know, it's bad. I ain't seen bro. a damn thing. <laughs> but that book, oh fam, we thank God for that. I'm so done. How was your week, Beatrice? Oh, I even forgot about myself. You know, um, yeah, my week has been all right. Very very busy, but it's my birthday in two days. No. Yeah, two days. So I'm trying to get into the spirit of just like being calm because work will not kill me. And I, I actually refuse to work on my birthday. So yeah, I'm trying to just prepare for that. But other than that, I'm doing all right. I'm alive in it. So we thank God. God. Two days on, as in on Saturday? Yeah, on Saturday. Why would you work on Saturday anyway? Honey, you don't even, oh, you so even go into that. Up. I'm not, am I, am I doing the week's work? <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> we will go into that. 
we will go into no, that we, because we actually have to because i've realized people have a very different nine-to-five experience from i i'm so done <laughs> <laughs> pieces like mine is 10 to 2 still what do you mean <laughs> mine is 10 to 2 still oh. i don't know about y'all i'm so done oh gosh oh, God. <laughs> So guys, as you know, each week we do a song of the week, but as we have a very special guest with us today, Peace, would you be able to give us your song of the week? Okay. Um, hey, my song of the week <laughs> is a gospel song. It's ah! called, yeah. Hey, I took it to church, took it to church, man. Yeah, girl. Um, I don't know what, I feel like since I've been, since lockdown, I've been listening to gospel a lot more because this was, my routine mm-hmm. was always like, I'll listen to gospel in the house and then when I'm out, I'd listen to other things, but I'm always mm-hmm. in the house. So yeah, I've been listening to gospel a lot more. Um, It's called... I Know Who I Am by Sinatch. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love that. Very uplifting. And we are rich. You know it. Generation. <laughs> Bro, when I told you that my pastor... Is excellent. You know, this is so funny, leading off from the episode from last week, but when my pastor mm. comes on stage and he just says, we are a chosen generation, you just know what's going to be quiet. And then the pianist will be like... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for oh, me, gosh. for me, it's the congregation that start walking around because I'm walking in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, actually it. That is actually so true. For real, that's when everyone starts coming to the front. No, it's too funny. It's a solid choice. <laughs> it's a solid, solid song choice. But um, yeah, we'll put it on our Instagram so you guys can vibe with it. You know what I mean? Use it in your morning shower, all that type of thing. Um, but yeah, make sure you the shower. It. Bro, you got to play music in the shower, man. Some gospel oh, in the shower. That's, that's the rule. That's the rule team. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll put it on our Instagram story so you guys can see it. And yeah. Okay, guys. So as you can tell by the title today, um, we wanted to talk about something different. Um, I guess it kind of follows a little bit on from the clubhouse situation in terms of like black businesses and just, you know, that entrepreneurish, uh, entrepreneurish, you know, entrepreneurship. <laughs> lifestyle don't know why you're trying Um, to download accent don't kill me but um yeah today i thought it'd be really good to um discuss kind of just like the nine to five versus the entrepreneurship life um i guess what kind of triggered me to to do this topic was one um i was watching a podcast i was watching a half cast podcast by chucky and um he was basically talking about whether um you know the nsg line um want to make a meal nine to five weren't an option or something like that Mm-hmm. not even something like that it was that line <laughs> um but yeah I just thought oh no it's actually really like it's a good thing to kind of like talk about um and you know with Clubhouse I feel like everything is just well I mean that place is obviously a place to like talk but everybody seems to always be mentioning money be mentioning side hustles and I just feel like yeah just having like someone um who is you know dabbling on both sides do you know what I mean? To give you guys the real tea as to what's going on with that life, because I know for a fact that it can't be as easy as some people might think it is. Um, That's actually true. Honestly, so yeah, I thought it would be really great for Peace to come on. So I guess before we even go into anything, um, Peace, I don't know if you want to kind of just like do a bit of like a quick intro into kind of like what you do on both sides, so that people can kind of understand your perspective on things. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so. I work in financial services, but like the digital side of things. I've just started a role as an engagement manager. Ooh. And before that, thank you. Congrats. Before that, I was, um, thank you, um, a business analyst and a UX designer before that. Oh. And I have a hair business, which is my baby. 
We love it. Um, we love it. Listen, obviously, it was ah. part of our black businesses. Um, that we had. I appreciate it, but yeah, no, honestly, like we really love it. But yeah, you go ahead and introduce it properly. Thank you. Um, yeah. So Nubia's Crown, um, specialising in crochet hair extensions that are like natural and lightweight because mm. I had struggle finding some when I kind of got into that hairstyle um and it's just it's such a good protective style mm. and I just wanted to promote more of that and give people a place where they can go to and rely yeah. on for a different type of um protective style than what most people tend to opt for mm. but yeah no I love that and I think you've touched on a couple of things that I definitely want to talk about um sorry but yeah I, I just think... yeah go on say something um and so peace how long have you been um like an entrepreneur for and how long have you been working for okay so technically my business this business I've had uh for a year now Damn. Uh, before this I know time flies um but it's a corona year so it's a different type of year <laughs> so it, felt, it feels like six months for real. but um yeah before that I've sold an e-commerce quite a lot beforehand but like mostly eBay and stuff yeah, yeah. um and I've been working for oh god I still feel like a fresh grad and I'm really not <laughs> uh two years two and a half years I graduated in 2018 so yeah nice um so yeah so I thought that you know um obviously with peace experience um because for me listen I I ain't no entrepreneur you know I mean me I just know my nine to five so really and truly we needed someone to come in on that flex um and I feel like especially with everything going on with um honestly big (laughs) you guys is ad-lib sorry um and I feel like with everything that's happened especially like with this whole like GameStop thing that occurred um a couple of weeks Ooh. ago like everyone has suddenly suddenly shined their eyes like hey i need to make money when i'm sleeping i need to be <laughs> a mill when i'm 25 i need to mm. you know what i mean like, i feel like now everyone is literally money hungry that like, everyone said oh where can i do bitcoin oh what is bitcoin oh oh and i eat do you know what i mean i can't but, like invest i said invest no please when, she, when i saw sharon sharon popper's a post about her bitcoin yeah I was gassed. I was like, like oh, this what? girl is actually coming. Like, nah, honestly, traders. me too. Nine to five went an option. I mean, I am in nine to five, <laughs> but I must make a meal. <laughs> you know, anyway. traders that they'll say, hey guys, so if you want to know how to make a quick money sweat, you know, go and follow so and so. That's literally how I, I interpreted your snap. I found that so funny. <sighs> oh, my. In this life. <laughs> How money are you go suffer, man? Or you go suffer. But um, yeah, I just thought it'd be really good for us to kind of talk about that. So, I guess let's start with the whole like nine to five, or just like the conventional ways of working. I guess kind of like you know working for someone. Um, I don't know who wants to go first, but like, what is your kind of take on whether it's possible to make? big money or to become a millionaire by working for someone else do you think that's a taboo like what do you guys think <laughs> not taboo <laughs> <laughs> sorry Tabby. um oh god uh, um sorry i couldn't let that one go in it um <laughs> i don't know i feel like just before that i feel like um the assumption is that everybody has the same goal of like mm. trying to become a millionaire and I and I actually don't think that well I know that's not everyone's goal like some people's goal is to just be comfortable 
like mm. they just they, they just want to be in a place where they don't have to worry about money or where they're going to get their food from and stuff like that it's not about like becoming a millionaire like that's not everyone's goal mm. um, whether you can become a millionaire in the corporate field I don't know about that especially not in this country where they're taxing you like 40 what is it 45 percent is that the highest tax bracket yeah I think it's even 50 I feel like it's it's between 45 and 50 anyway Mm. by the time you've even say for example you've even you're in a job where they're paying you a million pounds and by the time taxes come you're already on 500k so like yeah yeah I mean it's not that it's not that direct but I hear what you're saying though yeah (laughs) I hear what you're saying but um no I do think that that point in terms of not everybody um is wanting to to be a millionaire and even so like actually no let me not lie I definitely would want to have a lot of money um like you said to the point where I don't have to think about money because I think people money's such a I don't even know such an interesting slash sensitive topic amongst people because I feel like people want to have money but then like they're just I don't know they're not really transparent with how to get there with the people that have got there and I think that's why it was really good for like where peace dropped her video guys make sure you check it out I'm sure she'll say something at the end about that um but you know people aren't really transparent with how to like start up things or to to do things um and I just felt like you know this is definitely a, an opportunity for for pe- for people to hear from peace and also from our, you know just from what we know um about how to kind of acquire wealth but like you said sorry um it's not everyone's desire to to be wealthy but i guess on the 9 to 5 things i think i wanted to kind of focus on that first um yeah like is there anything else that you guys think about you know the whole 9 to 5 like what is from your experience sharon and and peace like what is your view on just a nine-to-five life can you do it forever can you see yourself doing it forever no and why not oh no oh no (laughs) (laughs) um I just personally like you said it is very much a personal thing and I think everyone just needs to be like honest with themselves because like you said it it has become a trend Mm. and it has become like almost by force I feel like if I was someone who just didn't have any sort of interested in being an entrepreneur I would get I would be so drained mm-hmm. by social media mm-hmm. I mean and I am I actually am drained by social media but in for different reasons but um, in particular regarding this I would just find it so annoying because everywhere everyone just acts like it's a must it's really not by exactly. force. Mm-hmm. Thank you. it's really not by force but for me I really do enjoy it like it's such a different feeling and I think because I have been able to compare the two I just know that, yeah, it's definitely not nine to five won't be forever. Like it's from yeah, it's 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 incomparable mm, for me. Mm. But that's the very much a personal experience. What mm. is it about like a nine to five that you feel like is not sustainable for you? Oh goodness, where do I start? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um I think um for me personally, to be fair, okay, my last job the last job I was in, I really, really was like borderline depressed from it so Mm -hmm. having a business I actually enjoyed compared to a job I hated it was by default yeah I kind of yeah it was pretty easy choice but just in general I feel like with a nine to five there are so many variables out of your control Mm -hmm. that determine your success Mm -hmm. um whereas a business is such a direct when I say such a direct 
correlation manifestation of your yeah of your efforts mm. even though a lot of people there's a lot of people that are like struggling in business they won't want to admit that it's their efforts mm. and it doesn't mean they're not trying but it just means that to get to where you want to get for your business model whatever you're working on you just need to do more mm. and it's like once you do what needs to be done you will succeed it's very very direct like when I sit back in my business the revenue sits back when I sit up the revenue sits mm. up like it's very direct but do you think Whereas- that's because of the nature of your business like I don't know I just feel like uh, that's a good point that yeah definitely like if you work harder your business should be able to like materialize and, and do well but I I don't know about that whole it being direct like I'm sure that just like a nine-to-five there must be external factors that affect the growth of a business because I'm sure you know there's a reason why businesses do well and, and some businesses don't and it, it might not be nothing to do with the fact that the people aren't working hard enough I don't know I don't know, I get, I know, I get what you mean. There are like external factors that do come into um, business as well. A hundred percent. I've basically done this whole business throughout coronavirus, so I've experienced mm. external factors mm. like no other. But there, there'll be ways around everything mm. until you go bankrupt. There's ways around everything. It's true. <laughs> it's just like, not, and I think as well. I'm saying honestly, I'm not saying it's easy. Don't get me wrong. I'm actually not saying it's easy, but there's, there's always you always know what you need to do to get to where you want to go like I know right now I could be making a lot more than I'm making now but I know that I cannot be bothered right now mm. to do that much work mm. but I know what the work is that I need to do it's just mm. too much for me right now do you mm. know what I mean yeah so it's like direct like that I hear that yeah. and I think as well like I don't know obviously correct me if I'm wrong but I'm guessing um you need to also be in a position where you can actually adapt to circumstances. It might be that you, you're in a position where maybe your whole like business model was around, I don't know, like holidays or something like making sure that people can go on holiday and like packages and stuff. Whereas right now we're in COVID. So like people aren't mm. doing that. Um, so it might mean that you have to probably like redesign your business model or do something different so that you can adapt. I don't know. No, definitely. I think, yeah, you just have to, you have to get creative. Because say, for example, yeah, right now, people can't travel in the UK. You can pivot your business to other customers. That's what I had to do at yeah. a point. Like, I started marketing more to America. I was like, no one in England is going anywhere. Mm, yeah. So I started going more to, like, US. It's just like, you just have to pivot. It's it's long. I'm not, I'm absolutely not saying it's easy or it's simple. It's it's not easy in like practice mm. but it is like a very simple like theory I guess yeah it's, I get you, what you, like, you know what you need to do yeah yeah I think I don't know for me when I think about it like I definitely would love to have something like outside of a nine to five and even though I say nine to five it even in fact even that phrase annoys me because really and truly like most nine to fives aren't nine to fives especially if you're in fields that there are there is like a lot of money to be made in like if that makes sense so mm. like those financial services and, and then like law like there's all those fields they do classify as a nine to five but it's not a nine to five um, it's just because it's contracted nine yeah to five. and I even the, it's it's not even, that. no I know that I, I get that but even those works like they're not contracted nine to five but it's still called a nine to five but anyway sure um it, I, I get it but what I'm trying to say is that you know within those with those jobs, like for me, I personally like having something that is consistent and reliable. And I don't know whether that's just because I'm still young um, and I don't really like, 
obviously I, I do have res- I have responsibilities no I do have responsibilities small small but not like a family but I don't know for me I just like seeing that constant income come in whereas I feel like if I had an, a business like you said there's like there's times where you need to be really really like pushing forward doing all this if you want to see your business grow and I guess you do have to do that in the nine to five but it's a different kind of level when it's determining the money that's gonna if you're gonna see money or not yeah um and I definitely feel like there is that pressure like sometimes I feel like should I just be focusing on my job because you know how all these like Instagram pages all these finance Instagram pages that'll be like oh yeah like are you are you comfortable only being paid 12 months in a year like are you comfortable doing this are you comfortable (laughs) doing that it'll just have you questioning everything like oh wow like is this the right way to live? But yeah, for me personally, like I know I definitely would want something on the side, but I don't have an Why issue though? working. Huh? Why? I'm just wondering. For me, it's more about the the type of work that I do. So like the thing on the side I would like to to, to get money. No, sorry, the thing on the side that I would like to like generate money, I, it would need to be something that's completely abstract to my work. It's just basically something to take my mind off of my work but then also something that I know that can like be beneficial like in a, in money terms because for me I am driven by money and I think that's something that people are sometimes scared to say like some people be like, oh no like, oh my god I'm in my job my nine to five because it really challenges and stretches me like I get that part but I definitely am there for the money um and yeah like I feel like having something on the side like even though I've, I haven't done any I haven't done anything major but for example like um with me working with fashion over like it's so small but it's still something that comes in that's like I still get like opportunities like express myself just be cool like do you know what I mean be cool but then I also like the fact that I can also put that aside and have like my my serious kind of thoughts when it comes to my work but um yeah I don't know I always I always I'm always made to feel like the way that I think is not is not the right way to be living but I don't know this is kind of going back to what I said earlier though about like how the assumption on twitter and instagram is the fact that everyone is thinking that the same way that everybody wants to be an entrepreneur everybody wants to make a meal like some people actually just don't like Mm. i think i was having this conversation with you beatrice maybe like a month ago and i was saying about how um i was speaking to one of the old assistant managers i used to work for um at three when i worked there and she was basically saying that like she loves her life and like she loves that she works at three and that she gets paid however much she gets paid and she can go on holiday basically whenever she wants to and she can like save up for trips and stuff and I was saying about how she literally does go on holiday like three four times a year um Mm. and yeah she can literally be like okay I've booked to leave I'm going whereas if you're in a nine to five depending on how like demanding your job is like you can't book leave at certain times or if you are going away, like it can only be for a certain amount of time where you might have to take your work laptop with you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And for her, like she just wouldn't want to be in a corporate environment. But Mm. if she was like listening to Twitter or whatever, Twitter would tell her like, oh, retail, like that's just a buy and buy Mm. job. Like that's just a means Mm. to an end. Whereas for Mm. some people, it's really not. They don't want the pressure of, because well, I don't know about you guys, but like, honestly the pressure with work sometimes is it's actually too much and when you're working that hard for somebody that doesn't even know you because best believe okay well my CEO does know me that's for for a different reason but in most instances a CEO is not going to know a grad but you're actually slaving slaving away at your job Mm. and Mm. whether you work if you like work 12 hours if you like work your nine to five you're still getting paid that same amount of money at the end Mm. of the day and I think that's what Peace was saying earlier about like 
there is a direct correlation with how hard you work and how much money you get paid that like when you are an entrepreneur so mm. I don't know yeah no that's actually a very good point I didn't think okay. about that at all yeah. I think people kind of conflate being an entrepreneur and having multiple sources of income because I know that when I was working my first role it was in a quite um it was like an executive support role mm. so a lot of the people I worked with were very senior and these people had assets mm. these people had assets and that's that those are streams of income mm. like a lot of time they'll get their bonuses and shares mm. they will get um they'll have houses that they're renting out mm. they have houses that they live in and it's just gonna um appreciate over time mm. and that is they probably will be worth they probably will be millionaires in terms of their assets mm. because of their houses and stuff they own mm. so it's like you can definitely be working nine to five and build wealth mm. um especially as you go through throughout your career it probably won't be as fast as a business potentially mm. potentially is mm. the key factor could be mm-hmm. because mm. obviously not every business gets um to a super high level but yeah there's it's what people are arguing over it's just like it's very possible it is possible in my opinion mm. to do both yeah and to grow wealth through both Mm. it's just about people being true to themselves and I think that's where people are failing mm. because some people are there trying to excel in a working environment you're not meant to work for anyone and some I'm someone who have who has like belief in like destiny and things like that mm. and I think some people are destined to be a worker some people are destined to have a business mm-hmm. um and if you're there trying to yep. force something that it's not meant for you it doesn't suit your personality it doesn't suit your skill set mm. mm-hmm. Like you said about being a business, you have to be adaptable. If you're someone who's just like, you don't like uncertainty, mm. you're super risk averse, then it's fine. Like, mm. go and be an accountant. It mm-hmm. is fine. Mm. It is fine. Like, it's, there's absolutely no shame in it. And yeah, I think everyone just needs to be true to themselves. Absolutely. Mm. I was going to say, with the whole um, people not wanting to do um, a nine to five, I honestly just think it's a trend. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to say I that. feel like do you think it will go though um i don't know i i honestly think because of social media and people wanting to live this whole type of luxury lifestyle and people feel like in Mm. order to live a luxury life like you can't do a nine-to-five because you'll literally be living from paycheck to paycheck which really is not the case because obviously both my parents both my parents are accountants Mm. and they're really good accountants so they get a lot of money from their nine to five job like mm. and we are living quite comfortably so from I can see it from them that you can have a nine to five and live the kind of life that you want to live and be comfortable and not worry mm-hmm. about money too much but with this whole um I don't want to be on the flex of oh this generation but <laughs> <laughs> no it's true it. but it's actually this, true like this one because social media and like yeah and I think it has a big big influence on how people want to live at like um you know when um like all these rappers and stuff they'll be posting Mm. in all like I don't want to make this very cliche like posting all their designer with their cars and stuff people actually aspire to be like them Mm -hmm. like the amount of people that amount of men guys Hmm. I know that want to be little baby and be dressing like little baby baby, Mm -hmm. baby. I'm thinking one clip on snapchat today one person was trying to promo their friend's song or something he must have posted like one of his oh, friends. Oh yeah, I got sent that video. And I just thought, you know, oh, like, just, in the I preview, that. that's the best bit of the song. So I'm now thinking, Uh-oh. when it ended, I thought, <laughs> is that it? 
I got sent that as well to promo. I literally opened the snap and closed it. I was like, I, I don't want to. No one's going to, don't tarnish my own social media. Fam, this promotion. <laughs> I was like, there's absolutely no way. And that's what I'm saying. Like, people are like, I was going to say music as well. Like, so many people are doing this music thing, but you're not mm. talented. Oh, so dear. just oh, leave dear. it. At the, end of the day, at the end of the day, the reason that you want to do music isn't because you love music yeah. or, you, or like you have a deep connection to music. You want to do music because you want that whole fast lifestyle of getting the money quickly and things like that. That's okay, why... but hold on, wait, Tammy. Is there anything wrong with that, though? With wanting with to wanting do music? To... No. <laughs> <laughs> wanting to do music and, and you're not good no yeah but as in like just chase doing anything to chase to, the bag to chase the bag i can't to lie. be fair we literally just said that we do that at work so we do do that at work <laughs> no, but no, i feel no, like that's no 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 is that fulfilling like... because you'll get well, very tired that, yeah that's chasing the bag because that's, the bag that's a good question moving, but yeah. i feel like i feel like there's a difference True. between um when like because when it comes to like music and stuff that could literally be based on talent, if you get what I mean. And obviously, you could learn how to do music and stuff like that. Like you can learn, but most of this stuff is like based on talent and things like that. So I don't know. Like I feel like I guess people can do that, but it just takes away. I don't know. It takes away from people that actually know what they're doing and have a deep connection with music and actually want to do it for real. And I just feel, as I said, I just feel like this whole not wanting to do nine to five is just it's just a trend and everybody mm. just wants to be rich mm-hmm. but people need to realize that sorry not everyone is going to be a millionaire and the quicker that people understand that the better like I'm fine with not obviously I would I would love to be a millionaire mm. but if I'm not then it's actually okay like I'll be fine because clearly I've seen that people are living comfortably mm. without having a million pounds so mm. I know that if mm. I don't I don't get a million I'll still be fine mm. obviously everybody wants to better themselves but I'm content with not having so much money because as they say more money more it's problems. actually true <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as well for me yeah go on. I was just gonna say I feel like as well for me it's not even a figure. I don't have a number in mind. I have a lifestyle mm. in mind. Do you know what I mean? However much yes, money I need yes, for that lifestyle, mm. that's what I want. <laughs> it might be exactly. one, well, it might why, be five hundred k. It might be two mil. I don't know. But I basically just want to be in a position where I can do what I want when I want and not have to think about money. I can provide for my children and give them what they need and not have to worry about money. Like it's for me. It's just however I need to get there. That's where I'm trying to be. I'm not gonna exactly. kill myself trying to chase any. But I'm actually not doing that because. I think if one thing, one thing I've learned this year is that your mental health is so important. And I feel like that's why Mm. I've now started to think Mm. about like, okay, where are there other ways that I can make money so that I'm not so like, it's not a thing where like I'm at my job and I'm thinking if this doesn't bang and if they, if COVID happens like again, or if it's more serious, then I could be in a position where I've lost my job and I've got all these direct debits that I need to pay and I've not got any money. Do you get what I mean? It's not for me. It's not like... Mm oh twitter said i must be a millionaire so i must be like it's not that i just want peace of mind Mm. that's it period Mm. and however much money i need for that that's where i'm trying to be (laughs) that's my goal yeah that's why i said that i don't think it's wrong with people wanting to chase a a particular lifestyle because yeah i just i did that you know how you said for example like you just want to be able to be comfortable to be able to do certain things i mean those people and those guys want to be comfortable to be able to drive whatever car they want 
go on holiday and fly out whenever they want and not have to think about money so I guess it's kind of the same thing but I think when people are when people's lifestyle involves designer when people's lifestyle involves like those kind of things that's when people start to turn down on it and I'm just like I mean I don't really see why it's viewed so negatively to want those things because it's nice things do you know what I mean no I think I think I think what it is is that if you're putting that on the pedestal of why you want to I don't know like I Mm. just feel like some people are just not I don't know how to I don't know how to word it but I just feel like it's okay to obviously me I'm a I'm an advocate of listen if you want nice things and you've got the money then go go and buy that car go and buy mm. that um Balenciaga jumper <laughs> by the end of the day I feel like I just feel I just I just feel like um people use it as a way to look down on others oh so the reason the the, reason that's where the problem is that's where the problem is like Mm -hmm. oh because i because i do a nine-to-five or because you're in because you don't do a nine-to-five and maybe you're making more money than me then i'm in my Mm nine-to-five with my nine-to-five at least i have security knowing that every month i'm gonna get the paycheck like Mm. with entrepreneurs you don't you there could be good months it could be bad months so i feel like it's the whole looking down on people because Mm. And and you know what it is as well, like it's like when a lot of these um people that don't work nine to fives, they'll be doing all this flashy flashy in your face and they'll make you feel like, oh, like you're doing something wrong because you're not doing all the flashy flashy stuff with them. Mm-hmm. But in most most scenarios, a lot of people could do it, but they're just choosing not not to do it if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I think it's the whole looking down on someone that does have a nine to five and making it seem like you cannot be successful if you just do a nine to five. Like mm. you need to have, a, like you know, the people. Oh, you need to have multiple streams of income. At least like, seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need at least five multiple, and it's just like no. Like some people can just do with the one, and they're doing quite well with the one. And a lot of people, I think, a lot of people forget that in the corporate world, you can actually move up. Like there is, mm-hmm. um, what's the what's the what's the <laughs> frame? Job what? Job job. What do you mean? Quality, progress, elevation, or what's it called? Like when, no, when you like when climb you, the you ladder, work your way. Yeah, basically climbing the ladder. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I don't work at nine to five, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the terms. But yeah, so like there is there is job. Okay, job progression. That's mm. not what I wanted to say. Yeah. There is job progression with a nine to five, and mm. I think that people forget they think that you you can be on twenty five k your whole life. Like mm. no, like you can get into the 50s, 60s, 70s, even to the a hundred so mm. i just feel like as you said there's not a lot of they could because there's not a lot of transparency mm. people don't know how much people are actually making yeah. in these nine to five jobs but mm. yeah that's what um, I, peace, I had a question um what yeah. are some of the like misconceptions that you think people have of um entrepreneurship and is there anything that we've said today that you've thought like that's not strictly true like you know how we were saying about how um for example you could have like with entrepreneurship like it's not what's the word like you're not secure whatever because like every month is different and blah 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 is that Mm. is that strictly true like is that definitely the case always um I think it definitely can be the case that not every like no month is certain that's Mm. definitely the case but Mm. I think for most people like after a, a while you should you would have like a minimum mm-hmm. 
Mm. that you should expect to see and if you don't see then you know something's probably gone definitely wrong so you probably saw it coming Mm. anyway Mm. um but that's like after I guess some months or I don't know I guess everyone's everyone's journey that's the thing there's no like one size fits all kind Mm. of thing like Mm. some people are still kind of struggling to make consistent sales consistent revenue after like years and then some people it takes like some people go viral from like the very get-go mm, do you know what I mean so mm, it's such a mm. and I think that's, that's another thing people go on social media and see people's businesses going viral you know everyone taking the pictures on the parcels in the van pictures. oh yeah <laughs> listen those everyone pictures. and it's those pictures hmm. there and it's like it's um it can be inspiring but it can be I guess not not to the fault of the person taking the picture but I guess it can like mislead some people mm. I'm um, sorry into thinking can we actually just talk on that please because what what is the point like i, I just you know them parcels aren't being sent out on oh, time Fam, you know the... they've accumulated <laughs> that's that so true. You know, i never even <laughs> you know thought about that accumulated. so true and also one thing i don't really understand is that a lot of those posts and those pictures and stuff like they a lot of people always say i made this revenue and this is the thing you know when people are like, i made yeah, this true. revenue i made this revenue what you're like, saying oh <laughs> Honestly, you made literally one. Let's say you made one thousand revenue, and your cost is now nine hundred ninety nine. That's the thing. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like people can be, and I think this is the thing about what I mean that people aren't really transparent. Because, for example, and this is one thing I want to say and um, ask you is, you know, with entrepreneurship, like you know, like you said, it's not always straight away you make money. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like some people think, okay, cool. If I put out a product today, and I think you touched on this in your video, you know how you have like the launch. You have to prepare for the launch mm. of your business and, you know, make yeah. sure you're ready and then you go live. People suddenly will feel like if you don't sell out within seconds or if you are if you haven't sold, like, the majority of your stock in a week, then mm. you should just give up. So I'm sure there's Honestly. loads of people out there who have actually come up with something, started something, launched something, and then because they haven't seen, I don't know, maybe the, the likes that they wanted on Instagram or, or the amount of sales here, they just think, right, that means I failed and they just stopped. Or it could That's even be like, and I know you touched on this in your video as well, about like doing the research prior. Like there's no point getting 100,000 candles yet, um, but you've only like, you're only going to get 500 orders, but because you haven't done your market research, you don't know if people are going to be interested in your orange scented candles. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like as well, no, that 100%. could also like be part of the reason why people are getting disappointed because... The gram is telling you, yeah. oh, you must have a business. So then you go and create a business now. You didn't know that nobody wants your product. <laughs> no, <laughs> but can, can I say one example, yeah, which I think was so mad. So on Twitter, you know how people be doing polls and stuff? There was one poll that basically blew up. I think she, I, I swear I definitely saw something like over like maybe like 10,000 responses or something along those lines. And she basically yeah. said like, would you be, I don't know if you guys remember this, she said like, would you be interested in purchasing like this kind of product? And everybody basically said, yes. Oh my oh God. My like dear. the two went viral. Yeah, we want this. Woohoo. <laughs> obviously like she's done her market Uh-oh. research. Is that the only market research that. that she did? Twitter. That's, no, the thing. No, That's no, not no, very solid strategy. <laughs> but you know what, for example, you can do a, mar- I, 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 what my point is, you can do the market research. Yeah. Everyone be hyping like, yeah, we need that. We need that we need that yeah 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 and then this babe for example she <laughs> then black dropped people. the product black yeah. people are i saw this and she went to go and say everyone's performative yep what was, was it that she was did lying. oh was my god i remember that i was like guys what's this i'm confused now? 
Oh, was it the painting? The painting, yeah. She got really angry about what. She's like, I went. So basically, she was like I said, she basically put like a poem and it yeah, blew yeah. up, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this painting! She is like a piece of art. So like, this is amazing. I want ten. I want fifty. I want hundred. Okay, 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 okay. This, you know what I mean? So obviously, she's seen mm-hmm. all that. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she now drops the link for yeah. the products. On more, she didn't get one sale. No, oh, honestly, I remember damn. this. And she came and did a rant. She did a thread. Then she did a thread. Like, yeah, people said performative, they'll boost you up, they'll boost you up. And this is sometimes one thing I wanted to say. Obviously, with that example, it's a bit mad. But, you know, for example, like, some people come and ask their friends, like, no, oh, your yeah, friends like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And honestly, this is what I was going to say, that your immediate people, you can't just do your market research with the people that you know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And also, you need to do, it needs to be kind of, not in depth i don't know what to i mean i'm not an entrepreneur so maybe this is where people come and take him but i'm guessing that you need to do a bit more than just like what people would think market research is no 100 percent. i think I, I did touch on this in the video that mm. there are ways that like, you can check yeah. google see how many times what you you want to sell has been searched for mm. and yeah that is a good way of checking demand see how many how many people are selling it on amazon mm. see how many sales you can literally put in plugins on amazon to see how many sales each of those sellers are getting like mm. there's there are more stringent ways to do market research than a twitter <laughs> poll but Shade. i think yeah you you touch on it kind of, like, <laughs> i think you touch on it so something so important and it's like people are missing the core concepts that are needed to understand like to run a business successfully and sustainably yeah you can make 100k in two days but like what's what's the longevity if you haven't got like proper foundations and i think this is where you shouldn't can you swear on this yeah go on oh i was like you shouldn't shit on nine to fives because some of the things i know a lot of the things that have got me to where I am in my business is because I've learned mm. it at work. Thank yeah. you. And yeah. especially yeah. working in UX and even when I worked in UX, I also worked really closely with like user researchers and mm. getting to the nitty gritty of understanding what your customer wants and centering your business around that is why like I'm always getting good reviews. I'm mm. always getting like I've never had product like sitting around um for longer than it should be. Mm. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Like it's because I've learned to be user centric and people people just oh there's so many things I feel like a lot of people go into business to serve themselves Ooh. and mm. it Ooh. shows and there's nothing wrong with hey, there's nothing wrong can with you wanting the benefits and the reaping the the harvest from what mm. you've sown but to go into it to serve yourself, you're literally you will sell a product that you will like, not oh, what your customer base will like, that's even and that's why you're not selling that. Like, you're not yeah. buying your Swipe. own stuff. <laughs> and it's just like I think when people, then but that's another thing that like, there's just so many different parts. Like it's actually a whole puzzle, mm. and it will take time for you to put the mm. whole puzzle together. I haven't put the whole puzzle together. Don't get me wrong at all. Like I'm no expert, but there are I think a lot of key key pieces, like you touched on profit margins. Mm. Hmm profit mm. margins is that you need to pay attention because there's so many expenses that you won't even see exactly. i don't, I don't mm. think most people i don't know how many people even like are registered properly and pay their taxes properly but they're not you don't though. even have to do that they're I, know, I know they're not because <laughs> i know mm. they're not because i remember before i started i did so much research to like understand the logistics of running the business in terms of things like taxes and what your responsibilities are as like a director of a private limited company Mm. and when I was watching all these people everyone was talking about yeah how to post on Instagram how to find your (laughs) supplier (laughs) how to this and no one told no one spoke about taxes only when a letter came from company's house I was like what on earth is this Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. what on earth I thought 
I thought I could do it myself. I was going to count it. I thought I could do it myself. No way. Mm, but I, yeah, I don't think most people are even like doing the doing everything yeah. that's that's kind of required for a, so a this, long, a sustainable this business. entrepreneurship that everybody's running to, hmm, you may need an account. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's exactly. Not, it's not easy. And, and mm. it does depend as well, to be fair, on what your business is. Like, obviously, I'm talking about e-commerce. Some mm. business models might not require, for example, the whole selling out thing. If you're like a service-based business, like you're a graphic designer or mm. a web designer, then there's no selling out. Like, you just need to... Mm continually prove your value do you know what I mean so it's get, mm. I guess there's less mm. risk in that aspect but you'll probably still have other challenges so it will of course like vary a lot no I was gonna say I really liked how you mentioned the fact that there's so many skills that you can learn from a nine-to-five and that has definitely yeah. helped you in your thing and that's the thing I think 100%. people people always assume that you know that entrepreneur life like oh yeah it means I don't have to you know be disciplined and wake up early anymore. Hmm. I can just do this. Yeah. If you it's really what gets up... me up earlier than my job. Exactly. What do you what mean? This is the thing. Like, um, for example, one person I could talk about is my mom. Like, my mom owns her own business, and like, mm. literally, like, there's, there's actually no time where she's not working. Like, I know it's it's bad, but that's actually the life of some people. And this is the 100%. reason why you need to know what it's really what it really entails. Like, the thing about mm. nine to five, which is good sometimes, depending on the, your your type of work, is when you close that laptop and you're in your bed, you can basically shut off. Whereas yeah, when you're because you answer when, to yourself, so exactly, there's no one to answer to. Exactly, but when it's just you, you're constantly having to think about the next step, think about the next step, think about your client, think about this. Whereas at work. You get told what project you're going to be put on and you just do, do, do. Do you get what I'm mm. trying to say? Mm. Um, and I feel like that's definitely something that people do not understand that, you know, if you mm. haven't experienced anyone or, or know anyone that's actually like running their own company, listen, mm-hmm. even like you said, that simple taxes thing, like if you don't even sort out that, you can be in serious trouble do you get what mm. i'm trying to say whereas for us yeah. we were just doing our normal jobs oh my the tax gets taken out we ain't got a blink twice we just get our our money and our, and our account and we move <laughs> forward do you know what i mean but there's a lot of due diligence that has to go behind the yeah. entrepreneur life whether you are doing a service whether you are doing like whatever there's so many back-end things so if you don't like numbers oh you're gonna have to see a number at some <laughs> That's point the thing. even these hairdressers they still have to balance their books do you get what i'm trying to say so you will still look at that paper and see your profit so really and truly everyone has to realize that there's some things that you just can't avoid regardless of mm-hmm. whatever you do that's and, the thing. Exactly. And a lot of times when you start off you're doing it by yourself so exactly by force it, yeah you have to be like especially in the beginning by force it's only of recent i've just started outsourcing outsourcing mm. but at a, in the beginning you have to do every, especially if you don't have like a huge budget you're gonna have to do everything and yeah. that's gonna include things you're good at things you're not good at things you hate like mm. you're just gonna have to do sufficient enough to keep the business running exactly every but even single the fact that required. you're even the fact that you're outsourcing that, you still need to know what you're outsourcing and understand the information that's given to you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Exactly. You might not do the groundwork, but if you still don't understand the simple basics, then you're not going to be able to do well. Do you get what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. It's it's funny that you say that because, you know, like with these whole um, entrepreneurs and businesses, Mm. if they expand, obviously they would need to hire Mm. people to do different teams and they would be working a nine to five for you. (laughs) So how are you shitting on them? How That's are you the thing. Mm-hmm. Working mm-hmm. nine to five when if you're gonna expand your own business, you're gonna have people working. We're looking at them like, can't believe you have a nine to five. 
they'll be coming into work working for you but you'll be looking down on them because they're doing the nine to five but they're exactly and there's so much responsibilities that come with when you're owning a business and you're paying someone's salary like you deep that this is actually like be like this is you know i mean this money is not just for me like my own thing but it's actually gonna be yeah i was gonna ask a question um you know how like okay so when you travel and stuff obviously you went to dubai in december or was it november hmm. no it was december um who was like yeah. <laughs> posting the stuff hmm. so thank god and i did this on purpose i moved my dubai trip to just after okay. black friday okay so and, and everyone had shopped <laughs> everyone had shopped before black before i'd gone to dubai but i did get some orders while i was gone what i did is i changed my processing time because i wasn't in dubai mm-hmm. for that long i changed my processing time for um to three working days and i was in dubai over okay. a weekend so it meant that i could ship it when i come back and it'll still be within say, the processing can I just time say thank you because some of these people be on holiday, yeah. <laughs> and you keep it saying they're gonna post it out next day delivery. You pay for next day delivery oh, and you listen. ain't hearing nothing. Having a business can be overwhelming and being on holiday is a nice break. Like when I was in Dubai, mm. I was like, well, who needs a business? I was just like, <laughs> what? This is this is life. This is life. Mm. And bearing in mind, I was still like answering customer emails mm. while I was there. Um, but for the most part, it was such a welcome break. I was mm-hmm. by that point, I was done. Even when I came back by December, like I said, I sat back. I was just like, no, mm. I'm tired. I was going to ask you guys something. Like, do you guys think you know when you say okay, there's not enough transparency around money and stuff, but do you actually think people want to hear it? Because I think although yeah, a lot of people do talk about sometimes these topics in a condescending way that are trying mm. to help. There's sometimes people I see that are trying to help. And then people just come and drag them. Like, I seen, for example, I remember in lockdown, there was someone whose literal their page on Twitter was all about like personal finance. That's their brand. That's what I mm. guess they have like services for everything. Like that's what they tweet about. And then they mm. tweeted something about um, I think maybe how you can invest your stimulus check. I think they were American. And then everyone started dragging her, like, people in a pa- this is a pandemic, like, oh why are you pressuring gosh. people? And I'm just like, um, <laughs> that's kind of her, it looks like it's kind of her job. So I don't understand mm. why you're and yes, even you I was know, gonna like, say that, the, that tech, did, um... the tech one, innit? You know what I'm talking yes. about, the developer. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And yeah. I didn't yeah. see anything wrong well. with what she anything. did in the beginning, oh, yeah. like in terms of giving telling people how she got that like telling people her salary i'm like i feel like there needs to be more transparency about that and i think it's amazing mm. to see mm. a black woman of that age in an industry that is mm-hmm. white Thank you. and male mm. and mm. i think it's amazing and she put up a whole blog post it's not like she just put up a tweet with like bullet points she put up a whole blog post which she did not have to do mm. and people still dragged her left right people called her company yeah. apparently to check on if the salary Imagine. was true yeah. like yeah. really really wicked stuff and i'm just like do mm. people actually want the assistance because <laughs> i feel like i feel like it's a, i actually feel like it's a money thing because i reckon if she had said i saw some people saying oh like that's so unattainable um that's really unattainable and you know like it's going to put pressure on people because that's not a common situation and blah, blah 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 but i reckon if she had posted oh how i got to um director level at 27 no one would have blinked an eye mm. it's because she put the number that's what triggered mm. everyone i know you know just, what yeah. I agree with you, but I actually think that the main reason why it flew off is because she's black. I genuinely yeah, that if yeah. it was a, a white, yes, facts, even facts. A black, it's a black woman combination. If it was a white male or more, everyone would say taking tips. A hundred percent. Yeah, even a white. Woman. Woman. That's what I was going to say. If you're white, 100%. this is calm. 
it's no, 100%. no it's true it's fact and that's the thing like and you know this is an issue you know when it comes to you know money being spoken about in the black community it's ve- it's just all very very sensitive like my white colleagues and stuff like they're very very transparent with things Listen. that go on and that's how they keep money and that's how they spread the knowledge because they're open with each other about things um mm. and people don't take it as a condescending kind of you know thing like oh yeah why are you doing that people just genuinely take it as this is information for me to better my own self let me go and do what I can do with that but I genuinely believe that that particular scenario was simply because she was black because I tell you no, if she was white it would have been a lot. so, so 100% sad. it's so yeah, sad it is so sad but I feel like a lot of black people as well are just um I don't know how to put this into words what that will make sense but I feel like a lot of black people are just dealing with trauma in the sense of like for a lot of people yep. they're second generation immigrants their parents have worked so hard for every single penny that they've ever had that they actually just don't see mm-hmm. it's not normal for them to see black people with six figures or in places of like seniority or whatever mm-hmm. whatever and so then they just assume that mm-hmm. if somebody does have money that it's not real or like she's lying or if a black boy is Mm. like driving a certain car and wearing certain clothes then he must be doing fraud that kind of stuff like because we're just not used Mm. to seeing it and Mm. it doesn't excuse what they're doing because what they did was actually savage like they it was wicked imagine how embarrassing it was it was actually like at her job honestly especially at at a level that Mm -hmm. she clearly is at like yeah it's no come on and then the same people would be there like probably shouting about uh black lives matter and um Mm. companies not hiring black people and it's like when companies Mm. are hiring black people this evening the same Mm. people it's pitchforked pitchfork twitter i know they shout at in every single scandal we saw last year pitchfork twitter yeah every (laughs) single scandal we saw last year i know it would be the same type of people in it and i feel like they probably have a lot going on in life that they need to address because for you to spend your there's of course, everyone has the right to agree and disagree with certain things they see online, but we all have that experience. I'm sure we see things we agree with, we see things we disagree with. Mm-hmm. Will we ever, will it ever cross our minds to call she up someone? Who even has the time for Listen. that? Honestly, I'm so confused. Would that, would that thought bro. even touch your head? Like it's I really, know. I feel like it's a certain type of person that yeah. even has that idea these same people will be um, complaining that, oh, why are they not hiring black people? Why are black people not getting promoted? It reminded mm-hmm. me of um, that other episode that we did like ages ago where we spoke about that black man that basically tweeted that we've turned Hakkasan into community centre. And I was like, oh, that yeah, is so yeah. problematic yeah. because you, are, you, you will literally be complaining about the fact that, oh, like black people aren't getting paid or whatever. I but when they are yeah. and they're spending mm-hmm. their money in these white quote-unquote places, is you're now saying that oh we've ruined it because we're mm. black wow well, i ain't even got time for all of those people it's so ruined. they drain my energy Honestly. Mm, mm. for real um but yeah no i think that's such a such a valid point about the fact that you know when when figures are being discussed um mm-hmm. it's not always well received yeah. but i do genuinely mm. i genuinely do enjoy and i do see value in it for example um one of my one of my friends directed me to this video of someone who's working in like a similar field to me um, on YouTube and they were just talking about like the industry and, and talking about money and talking about like you know different places and basically what the salaries are and you know when you hear certain things like 
you yourself you you don't know how to move in that space so like you will be thinking okay cool like everyone else around me is earning let's say like I don't know forty thousand pounds but then the people that are sitting next to you on doing the same exact project could be earning 60 or 70 and this is what I mean that people really need to be open and transparent about money and just let people know like okay this is not saying that oh yeah this is what I earn and stuff but just let people know like you know within the within their field for example explore and have conversations because you'll realize actually that you know there's a lot of just things that aren't fair or like there's a lot of things that if you don't know and you don't ask for you won't get Mm. um and that's actually something that someone raised in um, clubhouse and basically said that when they were talking about like their bonuses and stuff at work um i'll just give like rough figures they are in banking so obviously it was quite high um but even though it was high like they they just they just heard the amount and thought yep that's great cool fantastic but then they found out from their colleague that that person basically got like nothing less than like 50 percent more on top Mm. and they did the same type of work and this is what i mean that you know regardless like I think just being open, whether you're doing a nine to five and just being open um, about like, not like I said, you don't have to say direct figures, but just letting people know this is what, you know, if you're seeing this amount. It's, I don't it's even good think saying the exact like, figure is or... wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, it doesn't. It... I know. I, I just think people are saying, I don't, I don't think it's an issue, but people mm. are just so But that's the whole thing it. though. Like, I feel like so we need to like, like, especially if you're talking to someone who's in your industry, it's not me now going to tell a banker what I earn. Like, mm. what business do you really have with that? Like, it doesn't affect you. Do you know what I mean? But if I'm talking mm. to another consultant that's in the same mm. area as me that um, consults for the same sort of clients as me, I don't feel like saying XXX is mm. exactly what I earn. Like, is that how much do you... I, I really don't... Because mm. it's not going to affect them. It's only going to affect you. Do you get what I mean? Like mm. their salary is not going to now go down because they've told mm. you how much, but yours could go up. So that's why I feel like being completely transparent mm. is fine. Like, especially if you're talking to someone that you trust. I mean, honestly, what's the worst that can happen? They're not yeah. going to go tweet, oh, Sharon earns this amount of money. Like they're really just not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel honestly, like all this ballpark within but, um, the range of 30 to 80. And you're thinking, yeah, and and saying, like, within the range of that's like... big range. <laughs> yeah, for real, Honestly, and I was going to say, peace. actually, when you started your business, did you, like, speak to anyone that had, like, you know, the same kind of company as you to kind of know where, like, or what figures or, like, you know, just, like, the general kind of ballpark for someone who's entering your industry would be expecting? Like, is that a thing with entrepreneurs or is it because it's so different, doesn't really work like that? Um, No, I didn't. I didn't personally have anyone in my, like, network that I could speak mm. to in terms of hair business or e-commerce business actually like mm. I know probably in person I probably know like two other business owners and they're both mm. service both services um so yeah I had to just do a lot of research YouTube is amazing I think that's, what, mm. that's why I hopped on it because but I know how though, much it helped me exactly but that's the thing like, those people on YouTube are people who are being transparent do you know what I mean so like they're sharing information and yeah. they're letting people know so it's still the same kind of thing in a way no definitely you know I mean? even if you're googling up if you want to start up like a hair company you're googling up okay cool like what to expect with like finances or like what to expect in like the hair companies and people just sharing that information I think that's just, that's still the same thing about discussing salaries like it's just being as transparent as possible I think yeah definitely in terms of what you do for, I, said, I, I definitely found YouTube useful in terms of the logistics of setting up a business like how to mm. find an email marketing provider how to use like um Shopify and things like really te- like the quite technical I guess things mm. of setting up a business but in terms of like no one's talking about those core things everyone mm. will be like 
Here's how I made 500k mm. in my hair business. And nothing will be, it won't really be broken down into like the important what stuff. Was. And mm. sometimes it was just like, it was someone who's mm. knows Cardi B or something. And it's just like something really unrealistic. Like it's not very like practical. Yeah. It's not very yeah. replicable. Yeah. Mm. Like I found mm. a lot of, like I found good, a good solid um, base for someone who had no, kind of no idea where to start. Like, I definitely mm. found it helpful, but there were a lot, and I say a lot of gaps I had to fill in myself from my own experience, from yeah. my own experience selling online, my own experience at work, sorry, and, like, my own research in other, mm. in kind of other, like, industries. Like sometimes I'll be watching, it could be some random, like, white man selling fishing equipment, but he might have more solid kind of e-commerce tips than me mm. watching the hair business people, for example, because I knew mm. I wanted to mm. do it properly. From like conception, well, like your idea to like implementation, how long was that process? Three weeks. I know it's crazy, um, but I was in a very, I need to get back into this zone because I was in like the most motivated, let's get this done mood. And I feel like God just blessed me for it for those three weeks because mm. um, it hasn't been back since. <laughs> um, but yeah, I literally did it in three weeks. I was, so after the three weeks, I could have launched, but. I wanted to launch in the new year. So I did it after the new year. Because this was like late 2019. Mad. Mm. But yeah. That's, that is that's mad. I really wow. just like blocked out my life for three weeks and just, yeah, just mm. got it done. Mm. And did, were, were you anxious at all? Because I feel like some people are probably listening to this and think, oh yeah, I've had this idea for like ages and I think it'll be good. But like, I just don't know. And then their planning stage, like they're just, because they're so anxious, they never really just get into it. Like mm. what... When you, when you first of all came up with the idea, because you mentioned that it was simply a solution to the problem that you couldn't even find the right person to, to get the hair from. Mm. Where, what, how did you battle that kind of initial kind of, oh, should I, should I not? Like, what was going through your mind? Um, yeah, it's, it's scary. I'm not going to lie, it's scary, especially like the day you actually put it out there. That is, that mm. is scary. Um, but I think, like I said, I was just in a zone and I... It sounds really wishy-washy, but you know when people talk about, oh, yeah, mindset, mindset, it really is everything. Like, mm. I can't tell you how different my mind is between now and, mm. like, two years ago. Because now mm. I do things, I get scared. Like, even when I posted my YouTube video, I felt sick, but then I was just like, okay, after five minutes, mm. it's just like, it's not that deep. Because mm. all the things mm. that we... What is the worst thing? Hey, you post your business, what is the worst thing exactly. that could happen? Like, exactly. no one buys. Okay, mm. you've probably got a job. Yeah. So what's changed? Mm. Like, when you mm. put it into practicality, the worst, what people are actually scared of is mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. a fool. Preaching. And they, mm. that's what people are really scared of. And it's just like, yeah. you're scared of putting your business out there and it quote unquote flopping and people seeing mm. that it's flopped. But then, so basically you're living your life also, based on what other people think about you. And that's what it comes mm. down to. But, I don't also, think I was thinking like about that. this the other day, actually. Mm. Um, and I think when we think about what other people are going to think about it, we only ever think about the negative things that they're going to think. We never think about the positive Honestly. things, how they're going to be like, oh, mm. that's amazing. Mm. Or I've needed that for ages. Or I'm so glad that your business is Black-owned. Like, I've always wanted to shop crochet hair from a Black-owned business. Like, we never think about the positives. We always think, like, people are going to look at us and be like, oh, lol, mm. like, look at what she's doing. She thinks she's bad. Like, we never think about the positives. No, Honestly. Mm. Like people are mm-hmm. always gonna have like bitter thoughts, and you just you literally can't, you cannot think about that stuff. And like mm-hmm. I said, I'm a woman of faith, and I just feel like, I feel like it was very. Let me tell you a story. So when I launched, when I came, when I did, when I had the idea, and I thought, mm. I knew it would be 
I felt like it would be good because I, I did my market research. I knew it wasn't out there. Um, did like looked at what was already there, and it just it wasn't. It wasn't it, let's say. Yeah, it wasn't it. But so I, I knew there was a big opportunity for it. I was in my motivated zone. I got everything set, got everything set. When I put in the, so my biggest um, cost in the beginning, by the way, I only started this with like a few hundred pounds. So I didn't even put in that much. So, but, so there wow. wasn't really that much to get um, scared of. But mm. I, when I put my order in, I was just like, right, it's actually real. Like this is, it's happening and that's when the fear started to kick in mm. and I kid you not like just after I put in like my I made put in my big order sorry with my manufacturer and the fear started to kick in there was a hairdresser that I've been following we've been following each other for a while she hit me up asking to be um, a hair model for her and she, mm. she's a faux hairdresser and mm. I was like sorry yeah. how how specific mm. this is God like how mm. specific someone mm. like we've been following each other for how long Mm. no one's ever mm. asked me, I've never hair modeled for anyone mm. like I didn't even have faux locks in my hair that day that, mm. I hadn't I hadn't hmm. posted anything hmm. she just hit me up out of the blue I was mm. just like I was like no nah, god I was like mm. no nah, god and I feel like that's the me, confirmation that, that my you comfort, like okay I should be and doing this yeah mm. which I didn't even I wasn't even seeking it but thank you god and I've had so many like testimonies along the way mm. of just mm. favor that I just know that it is what mm-hmm. I should or like I'm not alone in this mm-hmm. um so that's definitely been like a huge probably the biggest comfort because yeah mm-hmm. you'll have days it's just like bruh why did I do this to myself but mm-hmm. yeah and um something I want to quickly ask there's two things um one is with this whole like obviously you mentioned the whole launching and you were scared like what is your view as actual business owner of like your friends promoting your thing like is that because I feel like people always, oh my God, like, oh my God, my friends don't, like, they don't retweet my my, my tweet. Oh my God, oh my God, they didn't like this post. Oh my yeah. God. What, do you know what I mean? Like, did you, have you ever had that, I don't know, what's your opinion on that thing? Like, is it, does something that bother you? Do you do you pay attention to it? I've always wanted to know from like an entrepreneur side how that is. I've actually, I've been so like blessed. My friends have been so supportive, mm. like so supportive. But I do know mm. that if they hadn't like posted or retweeted or anything or any like any type of support I wouldn't hold it against them I'm not gonna say I wouldn't notice it because I think that's Mm. unrealistic as well to like expect no one to like I don't think you should be entitled to it to the extent when you're like tweeting about it and like making Mm. it but in your head you're gonna notice and it'll probably Mm. it might sting a bit but I wouldn't hold I wouldn't fall out with anyone over that I know that for a fact um but I definitely have been so blessed with the support oh my days like it's so sweet it's not even mm. like my friends strangers everyone it's just like no god like what is this i felt <laughs> oh no no I've, I've been so blessed so, so no blessed. honestly like honestly i think from a customer and also from a customer obviously i've, I've purchased the locks and like just generally watching the um watching how your business operates like i just feel like you have really nailed the whole like customer service and like really putting the customer first on our last episode, we spoke about Hermes and we spoke about like all these delivery services. Oh my yeah. days. I just wanted to know from when Sharon had a question, right? And it was literally if something gets lost, like in the post or something like that, are you liable or is the company, like delivery company, liable? Like technically, if I wanted to, I could say that the delivery company is liable in the sense that mm. like, I don't know if you've ever seen some people's refund policies will be like, if it's lost, we're not responsible. Like if you have to state that in your 
refund policy okay. at the bottom like those things okay. that no one ever reads but that's where you can you can technically get away with that but I at the end of the day someone places an order with you they are trying to purchase your product it is your mm. job to get the product to them anything in between that's I that's your responsibility that's why I could not understand when people were like people were holding people's deposits like hostage in the beginning of mm. lockdown is like, I get it it's not nice to you as an owner it's not nice to me when <laughs> Romel decides to not send my parcels it's not nice mm. but it's mm. not the customer's fault that's that's your liability mm-hmm. as a business owner in my opinion to get your customer mm. the product and it's Thank like you, you can place um what's it re- apply for like compensation with your mm. delivery um people if it's been lost and if you've got proof of receipt and all of that but they make it so long that it's not even worth it like, i just i just moved from romel thank god okay it was so romel is the best so okay so that's even another question so out of all oh, the god. delivery <laughs> romel is a joke really romel is a joke and the thing is they get away with a lot because they're like a monopoly and they're so yeah. they're so accessible and obviously when you're starting out you're probably going to go post office and there's post office everywhere that are romel you might not have mm. like a depot for the other ones anywhere near yeah. you mm. But the way the parcels were getting lost and then um, with mm. coronavirus and Christmas period, mm. people's something I would send out first. Well, like you said, bitches, you know I send it out quickly. Mm. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. accumulating anyone's p- parcels for pictures. I send that thing out ASAP. I will send you your parcel ASAP. <laughs> and people's things were getting there three weeks later. Something I sent out by what? next day delivery. But I just moved to DPD. I know it's a joke. I just moved to DPD. Yeah, you know, DPD are really, um, they're really, really good. Yeah. They'll give yeah. me like a delivery. You even know window. the name of the driver. It's yeah, tracked. Exactly. They pick mm. it up from my house. Yeah. Honestly, mm. like, it's, I, don't even, mm. I don't even leave my house. Is it anymore. more expensive just, to do it that so way? Much. 100%. It's more expensive, but um, it's worth That's the thing. It's long run. Mm-hmm. It's very much a long run thing. And because I've, I know my profit margins, I know my profit margins can deal with the extra cost. And I know that the increase in customer experience will just make people... Because one thing I learned, especially before coronavirus, people, as, as kind as everyone is, they do want mm-hmm. that Amazon Prime kind of service. And it's like, yeah. I can't guarantee you I, like I said, Roma will do, will do what they want to do. Like, I can send it out by first day, but I can't mm. guarantee it's going to get to you tomorrow. So mm. when people say, oh, my hair appointment's uh, <laughs> yesterday, can you get me the hair on time? And I'm just like, so, I'm, <laughs> so I really want to, but I can't. I actually can't. Mm. So I think having that, knowing I can now provide a better service where I can pretty much, I'm a bit more confident in guaranteeing my delivery time. But You know, before I used to say um, three to five working days for delivery, even though I was sending it mm. out next day, just to give mm. myself wiggle room. Even me. Yeah. As well. That's why I was shocked when I heard the group. I was like, huh? It was, it's yeah. wiggle room because trust me, Romel sometimes will turn that into 10 days, 15 days. It's a joke. Mm. So mm. knowing what, even though it's a higher cost and obviously as the business grows, the cost will go down as well. So mm. and I know having that kind of service will make, will help the business to grow as well. So it's like a long term. But I've actually found like a cheaper US service. Um, it's called... So if you go on Transglo, if anyone cares about this, Transglobal USPS, they send to you yeah, America for like seven pounds. Mm. Yeah, I literally That's no one knows about it, but I'm, yeah, I don't <laughs> give up. When I when when I saw Romel's increase. I sat there and I searched the internet until I found a better service. And USPS is like America's oh, Royal Mail, so it's quite a popular courier. But they only yeah, they yeah. only do London to USA, which is why they're cheaper. Whereas Romel, there mm. is like economies of scale type thing. Like Romel is literally, yeah. mm. you can send to everywhere. Whereas this is just mm. London, USA. So they can give you better rates that way. 
So yeah, now mm. I send through them. One so thing I remember seeing on your close friend now. said that was so cute was um I think this happened like twice where it was like a couple of guys were like, I wanna get this for my girlfriend. Um Oh, I think oh, it's so cute wow. when that happens. And I don't know what oh, they're doing. I just, just, I've I've melted it inside. Oh. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. You know when it was um during the whole kind of Black Lives Matter kind of uproar last year and people mm. were just reveal, revealing all these brands that are oh, black yeah. targeted. Yeah. Why is Ray and Nephews owned by Italians? Why yeah. are these seasons it was owned even... by Indians? I'm just like, because they know that mm. we've read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so annoying. And they won't even treat, mm-hmm. like, they won't even treat, like, in, for example, we know that in a lot of these hair shops, how many times have you seen a video of the pe- person that like, calling the girl a gorilla because they think she's stealing or whatever? And it's just like, mm-hmm. girl, this is disgusting. Like, they're literally targeting mm-hmm. these communities. They don't care. They don't, care. They don't mm-hmm. know about your hair. They don't care about your hair. Like, mm-hmm. they will sell bleaching cream and like yeah they don't care they really do not mm-hmm. care they just want anything that you're mm-hmm. gonna buy they will give it to you whether it's good for you or not and mm-hmm. yeah it just really irritates me so I think that's 100% been the strength that I've been able to have like what has really done well for my business is that I have like proper honest conversations with my customers like you come people will dm me and mm-hmm. I will talk to you like a human being like I think sometimes mm-hmm. people with like small businesses and I get it you're trying to be like super professional and come across like a um, professional brand and be like mm. kind of uppity but when you're just like honest about it like you know Sharon, when you're talking mm. about okay you, you kind of struggle to put the hair mm. in I'm just like listen I'm not good with partners myself so this is what I do like I can have those honest conversations at the end of the day it's a shop it's, a, it's just an online shop if you're someone coming to your store you're not going to yeah. be like talking That's so true like some computer do you know what I mean you're going to have a a human conversation those are the shops that you go back to the most when you're like oh the Mm -hmm. owner is so safe do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think that's what has done really really well for me I could just have like honest relatable conversations with my customers but I do know that further down the line and with like people that do ventures whether for example looking for funding or trying to break into industries that aren't typically touched or typically um, have a lot of black people I know that mm. the, the barriers there are crazy. Like, I've heard so much about um, black people struggling to get funding and that's what really scales businesses and stuff. Um, Definitely. So I know that's a whole other ball game, but at mm. the like, small business level, in terms, especially with my industry, it's definitely been a strength for me. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah guys thank you so much um, for listening and thank you Peace for joining us thanks for today. having me it was fun honestly so many good tips and just like good conversation oh, thank oh, you. I was fun. actually so nervous but it was really nice <laughs> it was fun oh. talking to you guys but is there as always you know um you guys we drop an episode every monday so make sure you guys tune in and um like we'll probably put pieces um information up with the um episode but again make sure you guys check out her company it's called nubia's crown essentially they sell like faux locks they also sell like head scarves the things that you can attach to your faux locks to make and your braids i need to try this faux locks thing no because obviously i'm telling you no bias Mm. no bias that's why Mm. i haven't gone back like i can't remember last time i wore a wig on my birthday it's just it unlocks something new honestly because i told 
I told myself this year that I'm like wigs is just probably just as you said just for my birthday like I'm not doing mm. all this wig especially with this whole like especially last year yeah, man. COVID, I'm like this oh, wig like I just can't I just can't deal with the wig mm. so but do you guys wear it at, uh, what, if what I have video more? calls no fair <laughs> fair <laughs> when we were showing all these memes of like flipping the wig on and off I was just sitting there my that's the thing like, that was boy. actually me like if I had a video call, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but obviously I've had braids now for like two months oh and god I just don't think I can go back yeah. to wigs you know like oh, yeah. I can't do it honestly honestly doing braids and do you know what that's the lifesaver. I do um, I always do like what is it called the feeding cane rose mm. so that when I want to have wigs, I can put my wig on top of my feeding cane Um and then like do looks and stuff, especially like if I want to create like a makeup video or something. Um, and you know what? Sometimes you just want to, you know how some sometimes you actually kind of do need like, <laughs> a bit of energy. Show like the, I don't know. That's me personally. I feel like certain, yeah, certain styles don't really fit braids. That's me personally, anyway. Um, but yeah, like then I can just take yeah. it off and whip it off. And that's mm. why during when I work and stuff, I always have like feeding cane rows, so I never put on a wig. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. but um oh yeah sorry back to what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> um yeah make sure you guys check out her company and also we'll put her um youtube information all right guys that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening um please make sure that you follow us on all of our socials so on instagram and twitter it's at bts pod underscore um, and we'll be back next week monday with a new episode thank you so much for listening bye